Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Go Simcha, the podcast. I swear, it's been like forever since we've done a show. I mean, I'm jonesing for a podcast here, and I, I really am. I mean, we were supposed to do something over, over Sukkot um, with Isaac and Rubenstein. We were supposed to do a little Simcha's bass with Isaac and Rubenstein live stream it. But Baruch Hashem, they were really busy and they had to take a rain check. So stay tuned. In the coming weeks, we're going to do a little live stream with them in their studio. But this week, I have the pleasure, the absolute pleasure for episode 50 to sit down with a very cool guy. Um, He just came out with a new music video um, coupled with a single that he just debuted as well. Um, some of you probably know him. He he does sound a little bit like Mordechai Shapiro when he's covering one of his songs, um, but he definitely doesn't look like him. Um, he's a really <laughs> cool guy, and I'm honored and pleased to have Danny Pelligan on the show with us this week. It's a great way to kick off um, podcast season, well, every you know whatever, um, with this guy fresh fresh off the off the music video train. So, Danny, what's going on, dude? How how you doing? Like your music, first of all. I was just listening to your stuff all day. I'm today. doing well. <clears throat> Baruch Hashem. I was going to tell you, I was just listening to your stuff all day today. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, listen, I got I to gotta, I gotta prepare myself. I got to know who I'm talking to. Um, I mean, I know who you are. Um, I think we've exchanged no, messages. No, for sure. But you're, you're, you're a very talented musician, I must say. And okay. I don't say that to everybody. Um, you're a very talented musician. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. For sure. So, so fresh off the boat, new music video, new single. Um, it seems like you do a lot of singles and a lot of covers. But for, before we get into all that stuff, what's your story? What's your deal? Like, where did you come from? Where did where'd this all begin? <laughs> um, I don't know how far back you want me to go um, with where it all began. But in terms of music, let's start from just the music situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've been singing for a long time. Um, like my whole life, I was never part of like a formal, you know, you see kind of thing, but I was always singing in different ways, like my school choir, that kind of thing. But then like more recently, I in the past, you know, five years or so is when I started kind of taking things more seriously. I wanted mm-hmm. to, you know, sing in a more professional, you know, kind of a way. And that you mentioned the covers before. That's when I, even though I was always singing and I always wanted to do it as a, as a hobby, as something that I was passionate about, even, you know, to make money, obviously, too. But more importantly, just to spread good vibes, good right. messages. Yeah, so that's that, the, that's the best way to go in this industry. A lot of these things are very cost intense. I said no one makes money in Jewish yeah. music. You're doing, you're doing it the right way. <sighs> exactly. You got to at least have the priorities, you know, from the beginning. Right. So, that, so in the beginning, I wasn't even... Whatever. If you take it back, I wanted to make music, but at the same time, it's very cost intensive, as you know. Like making an album is like crazy right. expensive. Right. Um, so I would mostly, I, I would mostly kind of, you know, do covers for songs that I kind of connected to, that I enjoyed, that I like, like listening to, and that was just a better way um, and a cheaper way, also, just to kind of, you know, create right. content, but you know, without all of the the drama, the drama that surrounds it. Right. But then, um, so that was that. Those are the covers. And then more recently, um, I decided, um, basically after my first year, I'm also in law school. And oh, cool. After last, I'm in my second year of law school. And after my first year, a couple of months ago, I decided, you know what? I'm making an album. It's not even a question. I can't, I can't not make an album. That was, it was more of a, out of a, 
you know, the possibility of regretting it, which I would have regretted if I hadn't. Um, so basically, I decided to make an album. Then um, I'm close friends with Mordecai Shapiro. Right. And I was discussing with him the best next move. And he basically, we were going back and forth and what, the, you know, what makes sense. And at first, um, he, you know, he said, you're committed for an album. Um, then you know what? And that's, that's great. Um, I definitely, he supported me in, in my endeavors. But he just kind of like warned me of like, the you know the 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 journey ahead basically mm-hmm. so i he also told me also i listened to your podcast with mordecai shapiro really? and i know you guys mentioned that's like, so the whole cute. single album like like debate yeah you, guys, you got yeah of course um you're talking about that debate between those two things and whether or not like what's he was saying initially he wasn't so into he wasn't so into singles and he realized that singles kind of like you know is a new up-and-coming thing in the jewish you know market so he, we decided together, even though obviously it was ultimately my decision to, you know, a single made the most sense. And then we kind of started working on, uh, on a song and then, uh, you know, then a video and then that's basically it. And here we are today. Nice. That's so cute. You guys sat and listened to my show together. I feel oh, honored. It wasn't with Morty. I was, okay. just, I was listening to myself. While- okay. Either way, <laughs> either way, that would have yeah. been, that would have been great. I feel truly honored. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah. So it's very interesting that you, that you came to this conclusion because it's, it's crazy, you know, in, in, in the Jewish music world, it's kind of backwards. You know, you have to put all the money for the production costs to create the album and you don't come out with anything if you're lucky. Um, but in, 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 the, in, in the other 100%. world, in the other world, they find you, they lay out for you and, and advance you. And then, and then please God, it sells. But it, it's just funny. So, like, and, you know, I've had this conversation yeah. with many guests about the album versus the single and even the whole streaming thing because, a lot, unfortunately, you know, you lose a lot of money to streaming, especially Jewish music, because um, Jewish music is one of the lower rungs on, of, of streaming. And so, you know, it, the singles are a great yeah. way of getting your name out there, great calling card and a great, like, kind of thing. So people are like, oh, hey, that guy, he sounds good. Maybe I'll book him for a wedding, you know? So I think, I think it's definitely, made yeah, the, no, exactly. you, you made the right move. Um, and why, 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 why that song? Why Thank specifically you. with Bo? What was, what was the reasoning behind creating a song um, oh, so that around, was... around that? I mean, it's a great, it's great. It's very inspiring, very powerful. Your video is hilarious. Um, I want to do that. I want to go play trampoline dodgeball. Thank you. <laughs> I was saying, if I'm making a video, I have to have fun doing it. So I, I was a necessity. It wasn't going to be any other way. But in terms of the message of the song, I wanted it to be just a positive message of, you know, of kind of overcoming difficulty and just realizing perspective on life. That's what I want. I don't want to create too much of a, you know, a niche of like a type of song. I want it to be pretty general. Right. that positive way and that's kind of the the reason why i went about that message but but yeah that, that's it also was a process back and forth with uh, the you know creating the lyrics because most originally like i wrote a bunch of the lyrics mm-hmm. and then because i don't speak hebrew fluently you know like in israeli you sound um, better than i do i'm never sure if it's 100 percent totally accurate thank you thank you <laughs> but like when i'm speaking with morty about it um, he was like, you, you got to make sure that he was 100%. So basically, we went to uh, somebody else who, uh, you know, who writes lyrics. And we kind of went back and forth from that point to fine tune it 
and make sure that it, you know, actually was grammatically correct and all that. And then we right. added some more words, obviously, but yeah. That's fun. No, that's really, that's really amazing. Now, like, like I said before, you're a very, very talented musician. And I, I noticed by listening to some of, a lot of the other EPs and a lot of the singles you had out there um, that you're, there's you're not set to one specific style meaning there's people some people fit go with one specific style whether it's pop whether it's like you know rock this that the other but like your your music tends to fluctuate and your your voice you have such a powerful voice that like in some of these songs i didn't realize it was you i thought you know how like you you put something on spotify like something rando gets mixed in there i didn't even think it was you (laughs) and that's funny I was like blown away, like the way you, your, your, you pitch shift, the way you go, you, the way you go down and the way, like some of the songs you go down a few octaves. And I think it was really amazing. The one thing that stood out to me was you did a cover of, I mean, everyone, I think. Thank you very much. Sure. And I think, I think a lot of, uh, one thing that really stuck out with me was, I, I mean, a lot of people are doing this, but a lot of people are doing covers from The Greatest Showman, but you took that one song that's generally sung at a higher octave, um, Never Enough, and you actually made it sound good at a mid-range. And I, I, I applaud you on that one. Thank you. I mean, it's way too high. It's way well, yeah. too high to sing well, it in the actual key. Of course. For my, what I remember. Uh, yeah, when I recorded it because oh, yeah. it's, it's sung by I mean I mean for everybody who cares it's it's sung by a woman um like you know, anybody who's listening who doesn't know the song the original song is sung by Wait, a woman who hits much higher <laughs> who hits a much higher octave than you will than than Shweki can ever attain <laughs> um but I mean it's still it's still yes it's still truly talented. It's, it's, it shows your true talent that you're able to do that. Were you formally trained in music? Like, <clears throat> or was it just something that like you over the years? I you... was never, I mean, so in terms of my, I always played like instr- instruments wise, like right. I played guitar, <laughs> but nothing too, you know, nothing too professional, but kind of the classic, like Kumsitz kind of playing guitar. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, just the bass, the chords, all of that. Yeah. And in terms of singing, not until recently did I did I take the past like you know year or two did mm-hmm. I take like <clears throat> actually taking my voice and training more seriously. Um, before that, it was more of just you know kind of singing naturally, and then afterwards it was more kind of realizing that the voice is, is a tool to be cultivated, and that's what I tried to kind of. It's a it's a lifelong process, but kind of you know, go down that journey of working on my voice as opposed to just singing. That was more recent in the past couple of years. No, for sure. I mean, that's, that's really cool that you're able, you know, listen, it, it, you take your talents and you, and you, and you, and you keep evolving with them. And some people, and it seems like you also write, yeah. it seems like you're very talented at writing as well. Would you mentioned before that you wrote some of the initial lyrics for the song, for your song, Bo and all these other things. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. very, very cool. No, it's, it's tough because I also, when it comes to like writing mm-hmm. and the creative element to it, it's, it's one of those things where like, I think, I think a lot of people, including myself, like when, when they're trying to create music, I think one of the easy things, and this is why I find myself even like now trying to like think of different music and creating, you know, new ideas of like right. how much of it do I delegate and how much of it do I kind of do on my own, you know what I'm right. saying? Um, whether it comes to lyrics or even like melody 
all of that. Like, I'm, if you, if it could be a crush knowing that if you just pay X, Y, and Z, you can get that done for you. But at the same time, if right. I kind of want to do it myself and be in total control of what song becomes, then so it's always that balance, and I'm kind of going through it right now of right. understanding what makes the most sense in terms of in terms of that process. But yeah, but it, but it should be good. Nice, and that must bring you a lot of simcha. And I'll tell you what else gives a lot of simcha. We're actually gonna here do a quick commer- stop for a quick commercial break here. But this week's episode is sponsored by by our our, our famous sponsor, Karen Simcha Schlossen Mikala. Um, Karen Simchlossen Mikala was founded over 25 years ago, and they're based in Brooklyn, New York. KCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working with tons of people, different vendors all over all over the world, even New York, they're able to help people who can't afford to make a chasana really bring out that simcha and make a wedding like you wouldn't even believe. With their with the ability, Mrs. Benjamin, who runs the organization, they're able to take a wed a, a, a chesed wedding and make it look like a million dollar event. So if you want to donate to Karen Sims Class Mikala, their auction's actually coming up in February. You can visit kscvk.org. That's kscvk.org today and make a donation. It'll definitely help. Um, and now after that little quick little blip from our sponsor, um, let's get back into the show. It, it, it's really cool. Like I said, like saying, it must bring you a lot of simcha, must bring you a lot of joy to be able to be so talented at music and go out there. I mean, is this, this isn't your full-time gig, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, first of all, thank you. And second mm-hmm. of all, I mentioned before, I, I am in school. I'm right. in school. But it's it's the kind of thing where I I want to kind of take whatever I'm I'm doing to, to the to the max to the right. full potential. So right. you know I'm doing both right now, and especially while I'm in school, um, it's it's I have much more time. In the first year of law school, as everyone yeah. says, is the, is the worst year, but that's behind me now. Now right. it's it's more smooth sailing for the next couple of years. So nice. We're uh, you know much more time so, for music. So do you now now. I guess in all intents and purposes, this must be, this is kind of like your Parnassus sort of, do you, what, what kind of events do you do? You do weddings, you do bar mitzvahs, you do, you do like kumzits, like what kind of stuff do you do? Yeah. So predominantly I, in the recent past, I've done mostly weddings, that kind of thing. Nice. Um, but that's, but and throughout the whole process, a lot of like other random, whether it's Shabbos or, you know, things like that where bar mitzvahs, you know, those kind of events always come up. It's, the large percentage is weddings, but yeah, I, I pretty much do anything, but it usually ends up being weddings and events like that. That's awesome. So it's pretty much anything. That's awesome. And, and what do you, do people request like the covers that you do or like what, what kind of stuff do people you generally get you doing out of weddings? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Cause like some, some covers are like make more sense, like Ribono by Sim Kleiner, but that, yeah. that cover people like a lot. Right. Um, so people oftentimes ask me to sing that, but in terms of the other ones, it's, it's more of, you know, whatever that particular person, you know, feeling, but that one song is the one that usually gets requested most often. Nice. Now, what was like, uh, when, since, since you've been performing, what was one of the craziest incidents that ever happened to you? <clears throat> Anything crazy happened? Honestly, nothing, nothing too crazy yet. Thank God. Um, nothing worth like, you know, a crazy story about. I'm kind of hoping for something crazy now just to say something, but, <laughs> but nothing, nothing too, nothing too wild. I feel like that's a classic question, which I should have even a fake answer ready for, but. No, you can, you can be real, man. Be, be real. Be, be. Um... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Definitely be real. 
That's fun. <clears throat> but I got nothing. Usually things usually go smoothly and it's not, you know, thank God, nothing, nothing major. All right. Well, I, like I said, I was listening to a bunch of your music today and I noticed there's one song on there called you are the reason. And it looks like the pic, the album covers a picture of you proposing to your wife. I'm a, what's the story behind that song? <laughs> oh, so it's actually pretty funny. Um, so there you go. You I, got something funny. I guess that was like, what, two years ago? <laughs> no, because it was a coincidence, but you know, you know, it was a very cool, in my mind, type of a story. Basically, okay. I was going to propose to my now wife at that point a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, the way I, w- I was planning on doing it was to basically find somebody who kind of like sings, you know, like a, whether it's a subway station or like, you know, like Penn station or whatever, right. um, find one of those performers and then kind of contact them and do it in a way where I kind of be walking by mm-hmm. um, with a wife, whatever. And then kind of, just go over to the mic, take it. But we would have planned that beforehand with me and the guy and then just kind of sing her a song and propose that. That right. was my plan initially. And in the beginning, in the planning process, I, I didn't really know, obviously, who to contact. So I kind of just went to the city one day and started going to like every single, you know, like Penn Station, Grand Central Station. I used to every place I could, I could try to find somebody that I could, for that maybe we can kind of work this out. Um, and then I, I didn't find anyone, honestly. Um, it was like kind of frustrating because I didn't even know whoever was performing wasn't singing or they didn't really, it didn't make any sense to plan with them. Um, so I basically, I used like the Instagram like locations. So I kind of went to, I think it was Penn Station maybe. And I was looking through posts that had that location tag. And yeah. then I, I found this one guy who does this all, he plays in like subways and whatever like all the time this is what he does pretty much um so i contacted him on facebook um because i found his i zoomed into the picture i found his like facebook and his like number so i got his facebook i contacted him he ended up speaking like that day he was very responsive and then we planned a whole thing where he was going to be um playing guitar um and it was it's the subway station in Times square so it was like a pretty it's a pretty like you know busy one and we planned to meet at the location at a certain time. Whole like my siblings were all there beforehand or whatever. Um, but basically, I went. You know, it was a struggle to kind of convince my my wife at that point that it made sense to go in the direction that we were going. So it kind of ruined the surprise a little bit. But we kind of went by. It was a pretty big crowd of like tourists, like watching this guy. Um, and I kind of just went there. And she, the second I kind of walked up to the guy, she knew what was happening. Um, mm. but I took the mic, I started singing the song, um, and that was it. Um, but the reason why I chose the song, once I already chose that song, I heard the song and I knew that I wanted to propose with it. It just, it just felt right. Um, she texted me like the next day and she never does this, um, texting me like a picture of this song on her phone and playing. And she just texted me like, I love this song. Like you gotta like record it. And little did she know, I literally recorded the song like the day before um, <laughs> for her and was planning on using planning on using that song to propose her with. So it was like a weird, you know, that's funny kind of story there, but it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun and there was uh, people loved it. She liked it. So that's awesome. Did you <clears throat> at your wedding, did you get up on stage and do a couple sets? <clears throat> um, at the dancing, I didn't, but at the chuppah, I mean, I sent my wife down and, 
I did a little harmony situation with Morty, with Mordecai Shapiro. So nice. we kind of planned ahead of time to do that. Um, but nothing after dancing. That, that's way too crazy to, to get. To, it was just, I, I never realized how crazy the dancing is when you're when like, you? like I even now, yeah. it's like, I don't know how I got through it. And I was just like, not, I was not in shape to, it was, yeah, I, I almost taped it a couple of times, but I was not in the position to, to be singing. That's, That's funny. Was fine. Thank God. That's funny. No, I, I remember at my wedding about like eight years ago, I got up on, I, during the second dance, me, a friend of mine got on the drums. I got up on guitar and we, we played a whole set. It was fun. The guy, the guy was like, Moscum to letting me do it. I brought my own guitar too. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. It, it was great. I had the whole place. Oh, I had so this that's whole, legit. I, I, would, I would never do that, but that's impressive. Yeah. I had this whole place like rocking. Like, it was like over like 400 people. In, in, like, <laughs> it was fun. It, it was a real trip. It was an absolute trip. It was very funny. But now, yeah. man, that's that's so cool. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you have a lot of different songs, and I guess I guess when it comes down to the question of album versus singles, I think you definitely win in the singles category. Um, you have it seems like you have a number of different um, singles out there. I mentioned to you also the song "Home" that you did. I never, I would never would have guessed it was you. What's the story behind that song? Is that another cover or oh, that's so an original? Is, I mean, it's, oh no, it's a Michael Bublé. I don't know if you, it's, it's a Michael Bublé song, mm. um, which I, I think, you know, I happen to love that song. So I thought, you know what, might as well cover it. Um, so that was basically it. it was just, I decided to do it. I went to the studio one day and recorded it. Um, nice. But yeah, I mean, now I'm focusing much more on, this is where I like the creative part of like right. trying to make original music. So right. the next, I would say in like a couple months, and this is back to the all, whole album single debate. Yeah. My stance on that whole <clears throat> issue, not that mm-hmm. it's any crazy, uh, you know, you know, critters, but I think there are definitely benefits to, to albums, whether it's like <clears throat> taking the person seriously or showing this full project or a right. full, you know, artist, you know, piece of work. Right. Um, it's definitely a, a remnant of, of an age where that was a necessity, where it's no longer a necessity due to streaming and all of that. Right. Like, idea of coming out with 15 songs at once is definitely like somewhat of an outdated thing it's there's definitely still a benefit to it right but of course the idea of like that being like the the only way to do it is uh so that's why i figured also while right. i'm in school it makes much more sense to come out with music as i make it than right. to like wait so right yeah no i mean it's definitely it's 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 an avoda you know you have to you have to you have to come up with at least 20 tracks 15 of them will go on the album and then you have to you have to make sure everything is done right you have, exactly. to, make sure you have to master it you have to make sure everything's done right you have to be in the studio and it's like you don't have time for it <clears throat> now i also asked this question many, to many of my guests before no, exactly I've, so I've often asked this question to many of my guests before is what are your thoughts on streaming? I mean, I know we've been talking about, I've been listening to your stuff on Spotify, but like <clears throat> when it comes to like a Parnassa aspect of it, what do you think of what, what are your thoughts on streaming as opposed to going out and buying the album or buying on iTunes? So I, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm personally, um, I believe it's a great thing, personally. Whether or not it, it benefits artists or the consumer of the art, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's one of those things where I think it's it's, uh, it's my response is if it benefits the consumer, then that's that's ideal. That's the way it should be. Um, right. Even you know, just it's, it's a more efficient way of kind of putting music out to the world. And unfortunately, one of the you know 
one of the consequences of that is that artists get paid less. But right. I think, you know, as long as the consumer has a better experience, like when I, you know, open Spotify and whether, you know, whether it's listening to Mordecai Shabir or, you know, Abram Fried, I can just do that at a touch of a button without buying an individual song and just paying for a subscription. That right. experience with me towards the music is so much more enjoyable. Right. And unfortunately, in some way, that affects the artist. But there are other ways that artists can make money. And if this right. is the best way for the consumer, I think it's, that's the way things, uh, things should right. be. So that's kind of how I feel about it. And I mean, definitely is the, is the truth that unless you're unless you're streaming like tons, right, like a, a large large volume of uh, of listeners, you're making like pretty much nothing. Yeah, um, that's definitely true. But you know, especially in the Jewish world, I don't think anyone is banking on making their money back through streaming or from album sales for the most part. If anything, you want to maybe make back your investment. Right. But no one's really making a parnasa necessarily off of that. So. I don't right. think that's even an expectation. So, <clears throat> no, you know, for sure. I think no. uh, I think the market's fine without without that being a problem. No, for sure. Now, you also, like you mentioned before, you also in the simple world, you also do weddings and other gigs like that. How's that for? How's that working out for you? I mean, I know it's like a very a concentrated market now, especially in New York and New Jersey, and the, like everybody and their everybody and their brother is a Jewish music singer. So, how's that working out for you? <laughs> what i'm not it's, um it's so famous oh no no it's, it's funny because my <laughs> wife does the same thing all the time but, it's, fine. <laughs> but it's, it's been going well thank god um it's been going well i mean as time goes on i definitely there's definitely more of a demand for like thinking <clears throat> at different things right so i'm definitely happy with you know with that happening um but yeah i mean you know, as as time goes on, I think more people try, you know, and reach out, and um, it's, been, it's been good so far, and it's been it's been building. Um, nice. And I noticed it building, thank God. So that's why that's the direction I hope it to continue going nice. in, the, in the future. You know, I mean, it's like it's it's funny because like everyone tries, everybody. I've noticed this because like you know, music's my thing. I, I'm in like I do. I have my show, and I listen. I'm a big avid music. I'm an avid music fan. Um, and I notice like everybody's coming out nowadays. They're trying to copy like the, the big name guys, but it seems like what makes you different from all these other guys is that you're, everyone's trying to go high. Everyone's trying to sh- shoot high as high as high pitch as they can possibly go. And it seems like your, your, your music is more mid range and sometimes even a bit lower and it's mellow. It's very, it still brings about that simple. It still brings about that gishmak, but it's not like, like killing your ears am i right i mean that that's the kind of vibe i get from you oh, yeah. I'm not, i personally that's definitely fair um i i'm not about going crazy high i think i can go higher than you might think and i might think because right i think sometimes i'm more reserved in the sense that i'm 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 very comfortable in that mid-range and i'll kind of sometimes go out of it right um in a particular song when it's necessary but at the same time i think you know i think it's easy to like try to impress by going super high which is definitely impressive but at the same right. time it's important to kind of you know solidify and perfect in some ways that more mid-range kind of like sound to kind of you know connect with that part of the song and the music but at the same time you know even vocally i'm always always trying to improve. so maybe at some point i'll try to whip out something even no, higher man. for you no, don't, 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 don't ruin your, don't ruin your, don't ruin your, your uniqueness. Keep it, keep it going. 
I mean, listen on on your on your I, latest I one, on, on your latest yeah. song, you, you you went a little bit higher than than most of your other stuff, but it, it was still like it was still tolerable. Oh, it could be. I mean, there there's parts yeah. in, in your in your chorus. I, mean, I just don't think it. Yeah. I don't know. Continue. Now, as I say, there's parts in the chorus where 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 you go high. I, I'd sing it, but my my throat's a little scratchy. You can do it. Um, but there's parts in the chorus where you go a little <laughs> bit higher. But it's 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 tolerable. You know what I mean? Like there there's like there's oh that's nice, yeah. and then there's just like why. I'm happy that's tolerable. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. I think I, I think it's it sometimes it's just an easy way to like try to look, come across you know impressive. That's kind of a you know right. You're back to your point of like everyone's trying to you know go into singing. It's just it's an easier way to kind of come across. Like no, you, I do sound good, but yeah. No, I've had this conversation with many people. I have a friend of mine who's actually who's also a singer, and he's ridiculously talented. He recently released a um, a single with Art his bro, with from Art through Ari Goldwag, um, and he's ridiculously talented. And that's and his thing is he doesn't go he doesn't go high. He's he's very it's like soft and and it just touches your heart. It's one of these types of things. And like, that's, that's the kind of stuff yeah. that, that that's good. You know, like that's the kind of stuff that's like, ah, you know, it sticks in your head. Like your song's going to be stuck in my head for the next week. <clears throat> and, and when I had Ruven Garber on the show yeah. after his song, IA came out, like that song stuck in my head forever. And I text him every day. I say, Ruven, your song just came on again and it's still stuck yeah. in my head. Um, but like, these are the kind of <laughs> things that you take that, that that are memorable. And I think that's why you're going to, there's going to be a lot of success based off of this song because it's good and it's, and it, and it sticks with people. Um, and you should ride the, the Slacha train off of this one all the I way back so. to Penn station. Um, <laughs> but you know, what, <laughs> What's what's going on in the future with you? I mean, you know, you're going to be um, Danny Pellig, an attorney at law, singer, songwriter extraordinaire. What what's going on in the future with you? What are you what are you working on? What's in the works over there? <laughs> so, musically, first of all, in terms of like doing both, I I'm very committed at this point to definitely do both if I can. I think a lot of singers, you know, have day jobs and they also right. sing, you know. Um, you know, whether it's on the side or whether you call it doing both, you know, full time, whatever yeah. you call it, um, I definitely think there's, there's, you know, there's that possibility. Um, right. But who knows? Maybe I'll just do singing full time. You never know. Maybe I'll do all full time. But at this point, while I'm in school, I have the luxury, honestly, of making my own schedule for the next two years and kind of having the freedom. Um, but in terms of music that I'm working on, so I, and back to the point before of like, because I'm in school and it kind of makes more sense in my mind, to kind of come out with a song as I make it, or maybe two songs or three songs together while right. I'm making it, as opposed to kind of coming out with a bundle of 10 to 12 on an album. So right, right now I'm working actually already, even before the before Bo came out, I was um, I started working on a couple of other songs um, to start working on, and I, you know, they're it's actually they're they're getting closer to to, to terms of being able to go to the studio and kind of start the process of, of recording. Nice. So they're actually, you know, they're already in the works. So hopefully pretty soon I'll be able to, you know, release a couple more and see where it takes from there. That, that, 
That's awesome. That that's a real trip. And I'll tell you what else is a trip. Um, our, a message from our other sponsor, Kosher Rica Tours. For those who don't know about Kosher Rica, Kosher Rica is a leader in luxury, kosher luxury travel all around the world. Um, you can experience kosher travel like you never before with many Kosher Rica tours um, and travel and cruises all over the world, leaving from all sorts of different places. And they also have fantastic Passover programs, um, which are now starting to fill up. So if you're interested in learning more about Kosher Rica and booking your next luxury vacation, visit kosherica.com that's k-o-s-h-e-r-i-c-a.com today and experience kosher luxury like never before and that's a real trip you know going on a cruise you ever speaking of which have you ever gotten any of those gigs like i know they they do these guys book people like crazy kosher rica gets all these big names to come on their cruises and all their and their stuff anybody ever contact you ever do that a cruise a cruise not yet not yet. I mean, you have the contacts obviously in Costa Rica, so you can, you know, kind of, uh, you know, yeah. post a string over there, but I, not yet. Hopefully soon, you know? Hopefully have soon. you, have you ever done any Pesach Free programs? Vacation. Yeah. It's, it's a working vacation. Um, have you ever done any Pesach programs or like Sokis yeah. programs? I, I've only done small things on never, I've never gone away for like a Sokis or a Pesach program. I've done small things like local things. Um, on Sukkot and Pesach, but hopefully, you know, once again, like as things come along, I'll be able to get more opportunities, but they've been in the past, like more local, whether it's schools or stuff like that, or like more private events. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see in the future what's in store. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Well, you know, Danny, it was, it was a real pleasure to have you on the show. I, I, I had fun with you. You know, it, it, it was it was great to get you on to get that energy. The as, pleasure as, is all as, mine. As a show that we haven't done this in a while, we've we've had a really long break, and it, it really bummed me out because I like this. I like my show, um, and it it's, <laughs> it, it gives me a break from working. You know, every once I think while. we all like it. Well, every once in a while, I got to take a break from working, um, but Baruch Hashem. And so it was, it was a real pleasure to have you on board. I wish you tremendous hot with your, with your music. You're, you're, as again, I'm going to say it one more time. You're super duper talented. And I don't say that to everybody. Maybe everybody comes on my show, but um, you. <laughs> you're, you're great. You're, <laughs> you're, you're great. And your video is fun. And, and did you get to, did you actually make those Thank jerseys you. specially for the video? Like how, what was up with that? Those jerseys were cool, especially for the video. It's funny because like the whole pr- the whole process yeah. of the video was like for this whole song. I basically was was working with Morty from from day one on all the details. He is he's amazing and he was tremendous tremendous help with everything. Yeah. Um, so in in working on the video, um, not to go too far over my time, but um, no, you're cool. We were discussing and, and all the de- he was just saying every detail every detail counts. And, right. you know, whatever you put into it now, that's what, I'm like, you may think it's not a big deal, it's insignificant, but when the video is done, all the details that you put in, you know, beforehand will, you know, will come to fruition and it'll be worthwhile. So initially I was like, I don't know if jerseys are, are you know, necessary, yes. but then after talking with him, you know, I kind of, I kind of agreed. He was right. So we ordered, we ordered, you know, matching jerseys and initially I bought jerseys and shorts and then I wasn't sure if shorts were the best route or was appropriate. I don't know. I was trying different things for different people. Not um, and and then I it's not Sneer. No. <laughs> um so I ended up returning the shorts. I got I got the like the track pants type things. But then whatever. Then we got had to like personalize them and I don't know if really tell from the video, but I kind of like had nicknames for not for everyone, but for like a bunch right. of the people on their jerseys. 
and there was a lot of fun. And then also the one big help was the, the trampoline place, Urban Air. Um, yeah. He, we actually, there was like a connection between, between my wife, between my mother-in-law and like the, the guy who actually owns it. And they were gracious enough to let us use the court three. Um, so that was, it was, that was really, you know, Nice is that like a real great. thing? So is that like turn. a is that like a real thing? Like trampoline dodge, extreme trampoline dodgeball. <laughs> I think it is a thing because when I was like looking online before we actually shot video, like they had like you see videos of like like legit teams playing each other. Um, the court's usually like bigger and it's more intense, um, but they definitely do have. It. I don't know who plays in it because I kind of want to want an invite, but they they definitely right. have them somewhere. I don't know. If I don't know if the league, yeah, you know, but looks like a lot of fun. So I kind of got the idea from that, and then I kind of, you know, the details were kind of fleshed out afterwards. But it was a lot of fun. Nice. Well, like I said, it was it was great having you on on the show this week. You should be filled with tremendous hatzlacha this year. It should be a good year for you. you Pleasure is all mine. You should do lots of weddings, bring lots Amazing. of simple to people. That smile, you, you, that smile you have, man. It's just it keep bringing that simple to people. Just keep living it, owning it. <laughs> sing um and next time you come out with a new song let I'm me gonna know do my best. let me know i'd love to hear it and let's let's Definitely. keep rocking. Well, just listen to another wonderful episode of go simple the podcast for more news updates and information on our next episode like us on facebook follow us on instagram at go simple live and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com Thanks for listening, and remember, go Simcha!